Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Banker Next Door. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Berquist. Today, we are joined by Rob Titterington. He's an executive recruiter with Highland Consulting Firm. Uh, we are so grateful to have him with us today to talk a little bit about recruiting and why a bank might use a recruiter, why an individual might use a recruiter. And with that, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, Joe, thanks for having me this morning. Um, so I'd like to start with, can you tell us a little bit about your company to kind of start us off here? Yeah, sure can. So I'm, I'm a part of the Highland Consulting Group, and we're an executive search firm that was founded in 2008. Um, we are based out of Greensburg, Pennsylvania, but we service what we consider the mid-Atlantic region. And, and we have two teams that do that, um, one in banking and financial services, which is the, the crew that I'm on. And then we have a, another team that focuses in the construction industry. And uh, we're a, a part of Management Recruiters International, or um, what you might know as the, the MRI Network which is a global company. We have over 200 offices, and I think we're in, in about 40 countries at this point. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so let me ask you this. Why would a bank hire a firm such as yourselves? Right. And that's that's the meat and potatoes of it, right? Um, I, I find this so very interesting because there are, there are great companies out there and there are very talented individuals. And you know, for whatever reason, they, they just can't seem to find each other. So um, why would why would a bank hire us? Um, it's access to talent. It's it's industry expertise. It's market knowledge. Um, it's it's finding the right fit. Right. And when I say that, it's it's not just for talent, but also culturally, which, you know, essentially can can help to reduce turnover. And it really at the end of the day, it's it's time to fill and it's going to reduce that time. So, you know, what we like to say is the ultimate goal of this relationship is to be a, an external branch of the internal HR team that already exists. No, very good. Yeah. And, and would, it, would it be a fair statement to say, Rob, that there are just times when a bank needs to find a kind of the certain person with a certain type of, of skills, whether they be technical skills or other type of skills. And that, you know, just having a recruiter is a, is just a, um, I don't want to say an easier way, but but just a maybe a better way to find that. But just because you have contacts in the in perhaps a local the local economy, the local market that enable you to kind of find the right person to match with what the bank is looking for. That's absolutely right. And you know, looking at my screen here, we've got a, a database of well over 150,000 individuals that are already pre-screened, right? Um, now, understanding that they're not all necessarily in your backyard and they don't all fit the requirements of that particular role, uh, but these are people that we we keep in touch with with regularly, right? And and when I say that we focus on a particular region, that helps us to keep a pulse on that market. So in the event that there is a, a particular position that does require a certain skill set, or, you know, maybe it is uh, upper level executive management, which is really where our sweet spot is, uh, that's where we can come into play and really add some benefit and value. Got it. Got it. Now, if I can, let me switch gears for just a second. So we, we talked about why a bank would need a firm like you. Uh, why would just the individual like why would a, why would just a banker who's out there, or maybe somebody who's in the C-suite or somebody who's looking to get to the C-suite? Wh why would it benefit them to hire or, or work with a recruiter such as such as yourself? Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, and, and and I would tell you that those types of positions are going to attract a lot of interest. And oftentimes, um, you know, I'm I'm not in that office, but I can imagine that stack of resumes and how quickly a yes and a no can occur. But, you know, what we do is, is 
take the time to understand the person. Uh, what is it that they've done? What is their experience look like? Um, and what do they want to do next? And and maybe more importantly, what are those things that they're looking for in their next role? You know, uh, the compensation piece of it geographically, where can they work? Uh, are they motivated by a challenge? Are they looking for something that is going to offer career growth? You know, there are a lot of different aspects that uh, I like to say that there's a story that exists that's not always on the resume, right? And we take the time to identify that. And and what I would tell you is, is number one, uh, we do that at no cost to the candidate. But, but more importantly, the worst case scenario, if you have a conversation with me, the worst possible case scenario is it's a networking opportunity. If the role that we're talking about is not going to be a right fit, it's still a chance for me to understand what it is that that person brings to the table. And I can always turn around and keep an ear to the ground for them because I never know what types of positions are going to develop on my side. No, very good. Very, no, that's great. That's great. Um, so now, so let me ask you this. What kind of uh, stigmas or misconceptions do you think there might be out there in the marketplace about working with a recruiting firm? Sure. Um, probably ones that stem from somebody who had a bad experience. Uh, you know, I, I can't say that all firms are created equal. But what I would share is, you know, if you're considering hiring a recruiter to help with your staffing needs, um, you should certainly I would suggest that you look for somebody who understands your market, who understands your industry and, and has a thorough knowledge. Um, you know, I would find it very challenging if I were a generalist, if I was a global recruiter and I handled every industry out there. It's just very difficult to have a thorough knowledge of of all of those positions and opportunities. And I, I think that's unfair to both sides if that understanding doesn't exist. Um, but I, I think one of the things that may make folks hesitate is the con the, the conception that we are just chasing a paycheck, right? We're just trying to fill that next role. And, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I would tell you that this is all about finding the right fit, the right person for the right opportunity. And, and if I don't, if I try to fit that, that square peg into a round hole, that doesn't benefit anybody because I'm looking for long-term relationships. I want somebody to go to a place and, and, and spend a significant amount of their career there. Right. So what I would tell you is that if I'm here just putting butts into seats, that's a lose, lose, lose. Right. And, and that's not doing justice to the process. No, and you made a great point there. I think that, you know, talking about the relationship and just managing the relationship, developing relationships, I, I think the better that you do that in the marketplace, you will, you know, to be able, be able to defeat any of those, you know, misconceptions or stigmas that might be out there for, for working with a recruiting firm. You know, again, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's about building relationships, strong relationships that, that, you know, create, you know, value over time as you work with these different individuals and organizations. So that's a great point there, Rob. Uh, so let me ask you this. Can, can you tell us maybe a little bit about yourself for a minute? Like, how did you get into this business? Sure. Um, in a somewhat roundabout way. Um, so I, I was fortunate and I grew up in the Pittsburgh area, but, uh, I was fortunate coming out of school that that I had an opportunity to join the inside sales team with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So uh, traditional sales role, I cut my teeth, uh, 100 cold calls a day, right? That was the that was the metric. That was the standard. Uh, and I did that in a, a season where we lost 100 and 
105 games, something like that. So um, anybody that follows baseball knows that uh, historically there was about a 20 year stretch where the, the Buccos really struggled. So um, I got beat up pretty good doing that, but I I caught the itch, right? Um, (laughs) I I knew that I enjoyed talking to people. I knew I enjoyed learning um, about people and and their experiences and sharing my own and and making that connection. But um, you know, I, I transitioned that into a, a role with a startup company um, that was focusing the collegiate market um, and outsourcing. I uh, did that down in Atlanta, Georgia, and I, I moved around the country a little bit uh, through different uh, promotions and uh, different opportunities with, with different clients that we had. And, and I enjoyed that ride. The world has a a funny way of, of, I guess, bringing you back home. And um, that was my experience. So when I got back here, my type of work wasn't necessarily available in Sarah. Um, I, I could not back. It wasn't in a position to do that. Uh, so I took a role that I thought was going to be temporary and temporary turned into seven years later. Um, but what I, what I found and, and uh, forever grateful of that opportunity, um, you know, I, I took advantage of it and I think that I offered some benefit to the, the team that I was on, but um, there was just something missing. I, I wasn't passionate about what I was doing every day. Uh, there were aspects of what I had done before that, that just, I wasn't fulfilled in the way that I, I knew I could be. And, um, you know, I, I, it started to drag on my energy a little bit, right? So those are things that we talk about whenever we're talking about the potential move. And uh, I got onto LinkedIn and, and I connected with, uh, with Kevin, who's currently my managing director. And we started to talk about this recruiting thing. And, and you know, he's telling me that there's a sales component of it, that there's relationship building, that it's, you know, problem solving based. Um, and we're providing service, right? And, and those checked all of my boxes and, and the rest is history. No, th- hey, that's great. Uh, thank you so much, Rob, for sharing that. You know, I'm always fascinated by how people got to where they are, like how they got into the business, what, you know, trajectory on their career path took them to where they are today. Um, it, again, it's just always very fascinating. I always love that aspect of it because I think that there's a lot of different ways to get to you know, a successful place to get to a good place in life. And and I've met so many different people over the years who have gotten to places in very interesting ways, you know, ways that you wouldn't normally think of, uh, you know, things that are not necessarily what you would probably describe as traditional, a traditional path toward wherever it is that there are. So, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, just a couple of last couple of things. Do you have a favorite business book or maybe just a book that you a business book you've read recently that you that you would recommend and and do you have a favorite like business related movie yeah um and i'll i'll give you i'll give you one of each um let's start with the movie um so being a baseball guy you'd probably think that uh, moneyball would be my choice but uh yeah um, I'm going to go a little more old school, something I saw early in my selling career, and that was uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. So you've got uh, Pacino, Spacey, uh, Jack Lemon, uh, Baldwin, um, one of them, Alec, I think. Um, it, it just, it, you know, it, it was that that aggressive, that, that nasty say. And, um, you know, there's things that you take away from that, right? ABC always be closing mm-hmm. and, and it's, <laughs> and it's dramatic and it's, and it's funny, but in some respect, if you're sitting in that chair, it's relatable. Um, so that's, that's, that's my choice there. But, um, 
as far as a book, I'll, I'll throw one out there, uh, a little bit of a shameless shameless plug, I suppose, but uh, one that maybe people haven't heard of, and that's, um, it's called Flip the Script, and and the author of that book is Dr. Coit Cooper, um, who was a, a former professor of mine at WVU. Um, he went on to uh, to teach at, at UNC, and he's now a keynote speaker and author, and um, it has nothing to do with, with my book background per se as a, a salesperson, if you will. Um, so it's not a, a movie script. It's not a sales script that you would use on a cold call. Uh, what it is, is it's little things that you can change uh, from a mentality standpoint and and uh, from a, a habitual standpoint, right? What are these things, these little things that we can change every day that, that move our mind and our focus and our energy in more of a positive direction? No, thank you so much. That's great. I think that's a fantastic book recommendation. And it's, uh, yeah, it's so funny that you mentioned Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, because I, I just did a podcast episode uh, just, just last week where I talked about, I kind of gave my list of what I thought was the best business related movies. And the number one movie I had for sales was Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. And, 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 you know, and it's such a great thing. I think they really nail kind of the traditional sales culture uh, that you would get at any any kind of purely, you know, not just a purely, but any sales driven organization where you have a sales team, uh, they really kind of nail that that culture. They they also do show a great job of of the um, the dangers of of kind of a, at the same time they show dangers of kind of a toxic sales culture of like what happens when you push people too far, like the the lengths that people will go to you know, to kind of keep their job if they have to. So that, so the, the, uh, the movie's great. I, yeah, I highly recommend it to a lot of people. I think that's an, that's an awesome recommendation, especially if you're, you know, if you're a young person, if you're a high, if you're in high school or college and you're just looking at kind of, you know, you're not out quite in the real world just yet, check out Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I think it, it'd be, it'd be very educational for you. Um, and again, and thank you for the book recommendation. That's, I think that's an absolutely outstanding book recommendation. It's something I will check out myself and uh, see if I can report back to everybody in a, in a later episode to see, uh, you know, see what they think. Um, but uh, Rob, before we go, how, uh, if somebody needs to contact you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah. Uh, find me on LinkedIn, Rob Titterington, um, T-I-T-T-E-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. Um, I know it's a little bit of a mouthful, but it's memorable. Um, <laughs> or, you know, feel free to pick up the phone. Give me a call. Uh, 724-837- six three three seven that'll get you right to my desk fantastic thank you so much and i can't thank you enough for joining us uh i really i really do hope you'll come back and join us again and uh you know if there's any kind of hot button topics or anything going on in the industry that you like to share you know please keep us in mind and and definitely feel free to come back and join us again wonderful joe thanks for having me perfect um okay i'm gonna flip out here for just a second so I just want to thank everyone for joining us again. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, that always helps the, the channel. And please leave a comment below if you like the discussion that we had today. If there's anything you'd like to add about maybe recruiters or working with recruiters, what's great, what's not so great. But uh, you know, put in your comments below. If there's anything that you thought I left out or something that you'd like me to address, please make sure to note that as well. I'm always happy to try to add to the conversation uh, going down the road. And uh, just take a look out. I've got a couple other uh, episodes coming up. We got uh, the first book review episode will be will be coming up shortly, uh, along with a commercial real estate update, and then just some you know getting into kind of some banking stories, some uh, some economic updates that are coming down. So, so be sure to check out a few of those episodes coming up and uh, we'll see everybody again real soon. Thanks.